0: Hey, this is Dave Pryor. We're in the leading Agile booth here at Agile 2019. I'm with the creator of SAFE, Dean Leffenwell. Thanks for coming by this morning. Thanks
1: for having me again this year.
0: Thanks for coming back. And hopefully the people in the background that are throwing silverware onto the floor will stop soon.
1: Well, Uh, entropy is always (laughs) increasing, right?
0: So every year when we talk, there's always Mm -hmm. some new developments in scaled Agile framework. Um, And one of the problems I know you're focusing on right now is business agility. Right. And helping people understand what that actually means. So, for the folks out there who are thinking of it as this big, vague thing, what, what, what would you say business agility is?
1: Well, it's still a big, vague thing for starters. Okay. But let me frame it a little bit differently. Um, in, our, in our development world, we've always focused on practices and principles around design thinking. Yep. And design thinking is incredibly customer-centric. So, as we're developing our new IP to try to describe design thinking to those who use SAFE... Um, we took a step back last fall and said, well, we're about to get in front of the summit. Yeah. And we have our SPCTs, which are our thought leaders and SAFE fellows, for a full day. Right. We said, what what could we do better with design thinking than just listen first? So we literally took our plans for the day and scrapped the first half day. Okay. Uh, we brought on Luke Coleman as our facilitator, and we ran a session that said, what should we build? Okay. And it was really fun because we didn't even... Luke didn't set it up so that a group worked in their domain. He just set up a bunch of groups and they all invented differently what they should do. Most of the things that, that they described were things in our backlog already, you know, okay. agile product management, lean portfolio management advances, more skills for SPCs, etc. But there are two biggies that stood out in kind of separate areas of the, of the, of the room, if you okay. will, that we hadn't had on our backlog. One was business agility. And uh, they wrote it as an epic. We want to, you know, basically our enterprises don't you know, care about Lean, Agile, or Safer, Kanban, or Lesson, right. Scrum. They only care about whether or not they're really addressing the problems in the market. Okay. So um, that was ranked high by them. And then also we did a voice of the customer session and a partner day. And we brought our 10 top epics in and had them rank them all. Business agility was pretty clear, pretty near the top. So then I went aside and talked to various partners and various SBCTs who had voted that and said, okay. this is really important. And I asked... I don't remember exactly, five or eight of them, what it was. Uh-huh. We got Completely different answers. answers. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I think we're going to have about as much luck with business agility as we have with agile, right? Okay. Oh, uh, you know, whatever is agile is what people think what what agile is what they're doing. Yeah. What other people are by definition, not that, not agile. Right. However, having said that, there are certain tenets of business agility that are pretty clear. Okay. And those we've started to evolve and reflect. Certainly, the ability to build innovative digital solutions okay. is critical. Because if if you if you can't do that, you're you're kind of Dead stuck in the water, yeah. Right, you're there's, you're just not going to get out of the gate with new innovations. But as we as we start to get a little better at that, the question becomes how they get to market, how they're okay. received in market, how they're measured in market, and then what about all the surrounds of innovation and solution development? What about purchasing and supply chain and okay. and HR um, and and the the leadership culture, and people cultures, and and the ability for People in an operational value stream—the people that do the work with the systems we build—to yeah. to go faster, okay, and to and to harmonize that. So we started defining business agility in our terms, admittedly, because that's what we have to do. We have yeah. to have a frame of reference, and we said it's it's really significant technical agility at scale plus. Okay, and the plus evolved in a couple of areas. Number one was organizational agility. Okay, which is that okay? So the development team is maybe. Decent. <laughs> right. Let's give them credit for getting solutions out the door and some good innovations. Okay. But what's going on in, in the other parts of the business? How is marketing operated? Is marketing doing big bang product launches for products that are being delivered incrementally? Okay. Are their programs monstrously large? And they're committed because we bought AdWords for a year. Right. And you get two months down the road and the AdWords aren't paying off and you still have to do it. So you see a lot of kind of large scale planning and... Um, fixed early requirements and big investments big okay. design up front and all these other areas you know yeah. the, everything from yeah. implementing GDPR and marketing etc so organizational agility we've started to think of in, in a couple of different aspects one is 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 about the people uh, okay. people do all the work and as you know we have a strong lean background and lean yep. is about the way people work it's 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 as simple as that so you know bringing Lean thinking and agility to people and teams outside of development is a key is a key aspect of that. Uh, a second element of that is what they do. Okay. And operationally, if you think about lean in perspective, it didn't start in development. It started Sorry, in, in manufacturing, manufacturing yeah. and operations. So if you think about the notion of the value stream, which you've incorporated in SAFE, uh, time to market. For you know, concept to dollar. Well, that's right. not just you know getting the bytes onto a server, or, you know, software into these headphones. It's yeah. getting getting the dollars collected. So most of the company operates in the operational value streams. Okay. So if maybe ten or fifteen percent of work in the development value streams, and we maybe think we're a little bit agile or get a little bit arrogant about how cool we are, <laughs> the reality is the other eighty five <laughs> never happen. They never happen. Maybe once. <laughs> The other, you know, the other 80% of the business is operating traditionally, yeah. traditional hierarchical structure. So clearly addressing that is a piece of it. And then I think another thing that lean brings us, and agile as well, but it's just so emphasized in lean, is that continuous improvement is part of it. Right. Um, I don't think you can ever be too agile, I'm not sure, but I can guarantee you, you can never be too lean. Okay. The, the leanest manufacturers out there are trying to figure out how to increase their inventory turns right? okay. and reduce the overhead and waste. So bringing the right culture to it, bringing the right kind of uh, operational, value stream culture, uh, operational value stream to it. And then the last element of that is that if I had those things in place, I right. could develop innovative solutions and I had good operational support, a good lean operation. I could probably implement what we've started to describe as strategy agility, which means you can change. And uh, we just went through our own little internal pivot on a fairly committed roadmap. And as we did that, I was really literally writing the article on strategy agility. And some things came to mind like, well, We've invested a lot in this other path, and that was a discussion in the building. Yeah. That's sunk cost. It doesn't matter. So, but
0: a lot of people would say, we got to keep chasing it down because right. we put so much money exactly. into it.
1: Well, Principal Lane, Reinertson, and earlier, ignore sunk cost. Okay. Uh, and then the ability to communicate what strategy is. And that kind of triggers another kind of element, which is that I, I think we all suffer from a common problem. At least as an executive, I know I have it. When I know something, I'm pretty certain of it. I assume other people know it too. Yeah. But they don't. They don't. And when you think about the biggest issue of all is what is your strategy? Well, I think I have one. Right. uh, Does Chris think it's the same one? But if the people down here doing the work don't know what the strategy is, it's hard for them to make good choices. And especially in a world where you empower local decision-making, you decentralize decision-making without that context those people are not empowered. Yeah. They're in an awkward situation where they're going to make mistakes and you're going to, you know, going to smack them for it and they didn't have the guardrails. They didn't know what they yeah. were building. So strategy agility for us is the ability to sense the market. Okay. Make a change or persist. Lots of times your strategy is as yet unproven. Then you need the leading indicators, not the trailing indicators to do that. And when those leading indicators start to say this isn't going to play out, you need to be able to change your business direction. Yeah. So we think that business agility is a combination, really, of, of those things. The technical okay. practices that we've already described, uh, the ability to have everyone in the, operate, in the operat- operational value streams, operating okay. in a lean and agile fashion, uh, and the ability to change strategy when you need to. Okay.
0: So I want to ask about something you commented on when we were getting ready for this. You talked about how the problem has shifted, the problem that you're solving. And I'm wondering if you can comment on that and talk about how SAFE as it's implemented in organizations is going to surface that problem? Because it starts out, as says, can we
1: do this? How do we make it work? Absolutely. So SAFE wasn't born on a desktop, or it wasn't born because a bunch of us thought, gosh, I wish we could do things better. <laughs> it was born in the firefight. Okay. It was born in the context of independent software vendors manufacturers and others who simply couldn't get their software solutions to market. Okay. And they were in an existential crisis. We cannot get our stuff out. Yeah. They knew pretty well what those things should be, but they were bogged down with excess work and process. The systems didn't work well. They were working in non-agile environments. So the people were working really hard. Same people that are getting systems out now or there yeah. then, but not getting good results. So we focused on get this stuff out the door. And we used this great kind of scrum invention of the backlog to say, mm-hmm. if it's in the backlog, we're going to ship it. And if it isn't, we're not even going to talk about yeah. it right now. And so we spent you know six, eight years helping enterprises get good at that. And our largest enterprises, as you can see from the case studies, will say, we're better at that than they were. Okay. Nobody's saying, we're brilliant. We always ship on time. But we can get our stuff out now. And then the question becomes, what should the next stuff be? Yeah. So in the area of the portfolio, where most of us agilists haven't had a ton of visibility, haven't had the tooling or the notion, that's where the stuff is initiated. So we're being pushed for a couple things. Number one, um, if we can ship stuff better now, what should we start to ship? Right. And that requires additional guidance on just thinking about strategy. Now, okay. strategy is... Uh, Overused word, big word. You put, you know, you put strategy like, you know, in front of everything, or like quantum. It sounds really smart, right? <laughs> oh, this is a strategic decision. Yeah. Well, strategy is pretty well defined. World, it's the products and services you deliver to whom, right? Okay, well, okay. So the question becomes. How do I evolve the strategy? In other words, how do I create the next set of products and services, yep. and who do I ship them to? Okay. Oh, well, we're not in the business of telling our clients that they should, you know, replace their CRM system or you know build new solutions. But we're in the business of thinking tools. Okay. And with the addition of uh, of Luke's team on board and some of the th- thinking tools that he's that he's brought to us. Uh, We have a richer environment now for saying, here's the way to think about strategy. Okay. And as you think about strategy, you need to capture it, codify it. So we use Lean Business Canvas and Business Model Canvas. Those are tools that were incorporated now into our courseware and into Safe to do that. So that starts the process at the top by saying, Do we understand our strategy? And if we have written it down, we never tell you what it should be. Yeah. But we ask a legitimate question. Do your people know what it is? Right. And as you walk through the building, when you get five different answers, then they're building different things. And they're making decisions that are optimized for their knowledge, but not optimized for the global knowledge. And they all think that they know what it is. Absolutely. Okay. Everybody has an opinion. Yeah.
0: Um, well, and they think that yeah. that's the company strategy. Exactly. So you've
1: got to find some way of
0: creating like a, a vision statement or some kind of document so we all know this is why we're doing this, right?
1: Thing. And and you know the the strategy formulations of the past and the big business cases, you know, we're agile now. We have ADD. Nobody reads that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but the replacements have come through Osterwalder and Eric Ries and Ashby. Yeah. are the are lean thinking. So the Lean Canvas is a great place to kind of record that. Okay. We're going through an exercise right now where each of our value streams in the company is filling out the Lean Canvas to figure out who their customer is, what the great. segments are, what the innovations that we need to feed them are, okay. what's unique about our core competence. What's, what's in, in Lean mode is called the unfair competitive advantage. Okay. Funny words, but basically says try to replicate that. Yeah. Um, so that's pushed us. Our customers have pushed us to giving better understanding of what to build okay, and then in terms of how to build it that's where the whole field of design thinking comes in and we spent about the last year reasoning about design thinking and building a new class that we've launched in the market called Agile Product and Solution Management and it's okay. based upon design thinking because those two together say okay at the portfolio level I can start to see some Cool new things I should build. Yeah. And now we have a very customer-centric process to build it. So all of that exists in our courseware. It lives on our brains. It lives in working process. Okay. And it will eventually surface itself in safe.
0: So there's going to be more additions to the...
1: Yeah, more and less. I map. mean, there's all right, always... So. All you ever have is one eight and a half by 11, yeah. right? That's the rule. But it's expandable well, online. It is. You can, you can click and read. Uh, on the other hand, every time we add an icon, we take one off. Oh, you do? I didn't know that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we've been deprecating things like, valuable things like spikes, right? The XP invention of spike is great. There used to be an icon for that. Well, now we'll just assume they'll read an advanced topic or people know what a spike is. So as new things come on, old things come off. And that's the only way we can keep it at kind of the 8.5 by 11. Instant, recognizable, safe, big picture
0: this is great so if people want to find out more about this they can come to your talks absolutely well you had a talk on Monday at two o'clock on the yeah I talked about business
1: agility I'm sure I'll get around to posting those slides okay and Thursday um, I'm running a. a workshop at 9 a.m., prioritizing portfolio, portfolio investments. And that's approach. the sweet spot. Okay. But it starts to describe the the you know the creation of strategy, formulation and documentation, codification. Okay. And then how you use that to define initiatives and prioritize them. Cool. And I'm excited about that because that's a workshop. I don't have to talk the whole time.
0: That's great. I'm <laughs> excited about the stuff you're adding. This is really cool. And, and I appreciate you coming by. It's always neat for me to see how this keeps evolving.
1: Yeah. Well, you've been you've been with us for years. And <laughs> each year we have something new. And I yeah. assume we'll have something new next year, too. Cool. I'm looking forward to nice. it. So
0: scaledagileframework.org if they want to find out uh, Dot com. Dot
1: com, sorry. Yep, yep. Or reach out to you. Yep. If they can get to you through the website as well. Yep, absolutely. Cool. Just contact us. Okay, thanks, thanks for coming by. This thanks was great. Sir. We'll do it that way.
0: Uh, keep checking back. We're going to be doing interviews all day long here in the Leading Agile booth at Agile 2019. Thanks. Thank you very much.